Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Every day, there are countless books and articles that are published offering the key on how to make your business a success. It's easy to feel overwhelmed trying to keep up and run your business. That's why Deb Creer created the Business Power Hour. Keep up on the latest trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. Let the Business Power Hour do the heavy work for you. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And today, we're focusing on the themselves part, because if we are not healthy, both spiritually, physically, all of that, then it's not going to matter what we do with our business. And so many times, as very busy business professionals, we don't take time for ourselves. And so I am just absolutely delighted to have my guest. She is a return guest. And more importantly, she is guest number 900. I had to have somebody extra special for this. And so please join me in welcoming Roberta Whitney Hughes back to our program again. Welcome, Roberta. How are you? Deb, I'm doing really well. And I'm thrilled to be back on your show. You know, since my first visit, you and I have developed this relationship mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. I just feel like I've known you for a lifetime. And I know. we're hoping that one day we get to see each other in person. Hopefully soon. I know. I know. Well, let me tell people a little bit about you and then we'll jump into this because your message is, is so important. We want to make sure we have plenty of time to cover it. So Peaceful Living Expert, Roberta Hughes, is the founder and lead instructor at Peaceful Living, a boutique hybrid studio that conveys a delicate and personalized instruction through customized Pilates, meditation, and yoga classes. Roberta's core focus is on redefining people's relationship with stress, with offerings like five-minute Zen breaks, and custom-tailored approaches to stress relief. See, this is why this is good for business people. Roberta walks alongside her clients, individuals, and businesses to implement daily routines such as meditation, yoga, and Pilates to aid in clearing the clutter from our minds and ease the weight of what we are carrying, both mentally and physically. Peaceful Living grants clients a way to filter out life's pressures through a delicate, and a highly personalized approach through its live streams and on-demand classes. And I take those online classes and, and find them so absolutely beneficial. And, you know, so again, Roberta, welcome back. I am so delighted to have you. I'm thrilled to be here, Deb. Thank you. And, you know, I've been helping you on your journey Mm -hmm. a little bit, Mm -hmm. and we keep going back and forth to find that right fit for your health and Mm -hmm. wellness. And, I love your desire to keep trying new things Mm -hmm. and to keep bringing things into your life that are going to support the healing process physically, mentally, Mm -hmm. emotionally, and to keep your stress levels down. Mm -hmm. So you're a great role model for your listeners. Well, and you know, I, I, one of the things I like to point out is if I can do it, anybody can do it. Um, You know, first of all, I'm lazy. Let's just be honest. I'm lazy. But you know, with all of you know, for for people who have listened to the program for a long time, they know that that I have uh, health issues, and so I have physical constraints as to what I can and cannot do. 
And you know, you a lot of times we see yoga and we think, oh, I can't do that. If I did downward dog, I'd get stuck and I'd never move again, or you know, all of those various things. And working with you has shown me that for any level that someone can do, we can do these these uh, skills and and uh, you know do all of these practices that do help us mentally, spiritually, physically, all of those various things. So you know. Tell me a little bit about how it is that you decided that this is your passion in life. Before I do that, I just really want to go back to what you just said about it feeling possible for you. That has been one of my passions is Mm -hmm. to help people find the possibility within Mm -hmm. their own selves of what movement could feel like Mm -hmm. and look like. Mm Too often people do see a yoga picture and mm-hmm. think, I can't do that, so mm-hmm. I can't do yoga, right. or my body won't do that, right. so I can't if do I it. If I stood on one leg, I would fall over and hurt something. <laughs> yes. And you know, we all have a beginning. And mm-hmm. to help a person find their beginning and to find what's possible right. is part of my passion. Mm-hmm. So if I look back into my life. I was a gymnast and then a Mm -hmm. cheerleader, and then I actually coached gymnastics Ah, in college. That mm -hmm. was my part-time job. Mm -hmm. And I really did become passionate at that time Mm -hmm. about helping these young little Mm -hmm. girls figure out what could be possible. I I taught balance Mm -hmm. beam, which takes a lot of focus, Mm -hmm. and it can also have a lot of fear because right. falling off the balance beam is not mm-hmm. a fun. Yeah. You hit that big chunk of wood or that floor and ouch. <laughs> yes. Or straddling the beam. That mm-hmm. was probably one of the most common right. things mm-hmm. that would happen. Ouch. So there, there could be a lot of fear. Mm-hmm. So helping these little girls find the possibility mm-hmm. of being in control of their bodies mm-hmm. to release the fear mm-hmm. and to be able to move with purpose and feel confident and comfortable mm-hmm. I got so excited doing that with young little girls. Mm -hmm. And I carry that passion now into working with people of Mm -hmm. all ages. Mm -hmm. And no matter what age and stage you are in life, there is that possibility Mm -hmm. of feeling confident and comfortable in what your body is able to do. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and I think that's so important because, you know, almost none of us have that perfect body, you know, and, and, and we're, you know, young, old, we have, aches and pains. And I tell people, you know, I'm, I'm kind of like the rice crispy box now, you know, snap, crackle, pop. Um, but it's, it is possible for all of us to do it. And what I love about what you teach is that it's very gentle. Um, I think so many times we, we look at some of these things and we think it's, we're forcing our bodies to do things. And of course that's, you know, so, you know, we, we definitely do not want to do that because you could cause injury. Um, and, and then of course, when it hurts, we don't do it. Right? <laughs> you know, no, no, don't not nah, that hurt, not doing that again. Um, and so, you know, the, the fact that everything you do is, is very gentle movement, you know, and, and other things like meditation, it just, it's, it, it, uh, you personalize it for each person. And I love that. Yeah. You know, for me, yoga, meditation, Pilates, it's something mm-hmm. that you are learning to do for yourself, mm-hmm. not to yourself. Right. And we are such a performance-based mm-hmm. society mm-hmm. that we get so caught up in doing things to ourselves mm-hmm. to create a result, to right. create an end goal. Mm-hmm. And that's important, but it's also mm-hmm. important to have things that just 
are there to truly nourish and nurture right. us, mm-hmm. to support our energy, mm-hmm. to help us thrive so that we have the energy to do mm-hmm. some of those performance-based things. Mm-hmm. Not everything needs to be performance-based. Right. And if you take that approach to your self-care and wellness, that it's not a performance-based mm-hmm. practice, it's a nurturing practice. Mm-hmm. Right. You'll actually start to look forward to doing it, I think. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and I think many of us grew up, you know, doing sports that we didn't like, um, you know, whether, yeah, you know, started probably with PE and, and, you know, I actually got my arm broken in dodgeball. That was very entertaining. Mm. Um, and, you know, all of those things, because physical fitness is important, you know, we're, and it's, and I think now more than ever, we've got to get these kids off their little heinies and, <clears throat> putting their phones down and getting exercise and things like that. But, but when it is something that we dread, it's not going to do us any good. Absolutely. You know, for me, it's running. I mm-hmm. have always thought, gosh, I would love to be a runner, mm-hmm. but I hate running. Uh-huh. And every time I've tried, I don't feel good. Mm-hmm. My knees don't love it. My mm-hmm. hips don't love it. My right. back doesn't love mm-hmm. it. And so now I'm at peace. Like I don't mm-hmm. need to train for a marathon. Mm-hmm. I have other things that I love Mm -hmm. to do to move and Mm -hmm. to challenge myself. Mm -hmm. If I want to create more of a challenge for Mm -hmm. me, it would be probably doing more weight-based exercises Mm -hmm. rather than running a marathon. So getting to know your likes Mm -hmm. and dislikes and not trying to force a square peg into Mm -hmm. a round hole, you know, we don't all have to do the same things. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, and even if you're in a class with others, you can say, no, nope, not doing that one. Yes. <laughs> you know? um, and and the fact that we can say that, and we need to know that we can say that, you know, because I think that's the other thing is so many times we think, oh, no, if they're doing it, I have to do it. I'm going to stand on one leg and fall over, right? Um, and so, yeah, to be able to say, no, nope, skipping this one um, and, you know, I'll, I'll pick it up later on. But that's where what I like that you do is is so important is, as we said, it's very personalized. But because it's online, you know, for for much of what you do, I'm in my living room. There is nobody else around me that I am competing with or doing this for. Now, you know, could I have other people? Sure. I mean, you know, it might be kind of fun to have, you know, uh, morning yoga with the the neighborhood or something. But, But it is, it's very much an individual personalized type of thing. Yes, it is. And you could be in your pajamas, you know, you know, hair not done, no makeup on, Mm -hmm. however you feel the most comfortable and confident in your body, Mm -hmm. that's going to help you feel more comfortable and confident Mm -hmm. in movement. Mm -hmm. And most of my clients started with me during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And most of them had never done yoga before. Mm -hmm. And most of them were over the age of 50. Mm -hmm. And I was getting these messages from people, how their knees were feeling better and Mm -hmm. how they were moving in ways they never thought that they could. Mm -hmm. And I never got to really see them practice, but to hear that feedback, Mm -hmm. I knew that things were going well. Mm -hmm. They weren't hurting themselves. Mm -hmm. They weren't feeling unsuccessful. Mm -hmm. It was the exact opposite. And that gave them the confidence to do things in life that Mm -hmm. they wanted to do once they were able to Mm -hmm. get out and about again. Right. You know, and, and you're right during COVID, we were all shut in, 
you know, and, and even if we'd been doing, uh, you know, some type of physical activity, we couldn't. I mean, we were told you can't leave your house, stay there. Um, you know, we have this wonderful walking trail that is behind our house. It's actually 100 miles long um, and it's uh, very shady, which is great down here in Atlanta, um, very well maintained, all sorts of things. But for at least two months, there were barricades. I mean, we were not and they patrolled it. It was the weirdest thing. Um, and. So, yeah, I mean, we just couldn't even go for walks. Now, we still did. We walked around the neighborhoods and hoped that nobody ran over us. I mean, you know, things like that. But, you know, to more than anything, we needed something in our homes, which is yes. why, obviously, people reached out to you. Absolutely. And now that things have opened up again, it was interesting for quite a while. Nobody wanted to do virtual once we could get out. I think everyone mm-hmm. was so people, people, grateful people. to be able to have human contact mm-hmm. and experiences outside of their mm-hmm. homes. But now I'm starting to see more people asking for virtual again, mm-hmm. because they've gotten back into a flow of life mm-hmm. where they don't want to take a full two hours mm-hmm. to drive to a studio, mm-hmm. take a class, come back home. That's usually about mm-hmm. two hours out of your day. Mm-hmm. And being able to do something online, I just worked mm-hmm. with a client privately this morning, 30 minutes, you mm-hmm. know, we log in 30 minutes of focused effort. Mm-hmm. And she's back to her right. work at home mm-hmm. because she works from home. Mm-hmm. So people are still looking for that hybrid experience. Mm-hmm. And that's what I've been really trying to educate people on mm-hmm. recently is there is the hybrid experience mm-hmm. that you can have the perfect marriage of the two mm-hmm. on the days where it works for you to get out and to have a class or a mm-hmm. session outside of your home to build that sense of community, to get the human interaction, to get the hands-on experience mm-hmm. with the teacher. That has such great value. Mm-hmm. On the days when you're not able to do that and you mm-hmm. still want to stay connected to movement and have some instruction, it's great to have mm-hmm. those resources available at the push of a button right, right from the comfort mm-hmm. of your own home. Mm-hmm. And I also have live stream classes and you and I got to do one together Mm -hmm. and bring your Mm -hmm. group of friends together. Mm -hmm. So you still can enjoy that sense Mm -hmm. of community virtually Mm -hmm. by having many people Mm -hmm. log in at the same time and enjoy an experience Mm -hmm. together. So you get that sense of community from Mm -hmm. both virtual and from Mm in-person And building that hybrid experience Mm -hmm. allows you to have more touches to movement throughout the week Mm -hmm. rather than just the one day or two Mm -hmm. days that you can get out to your Mm -hmm. studio. Right. Well, and of course, being able to do it at home, especially if you're working at home or, you know, even if you're working out in an office and then, you know, you're home in evenings or whatever, being able to do it on demand. I mean, that is, is probably the best thing. So, you know, a lot of parents, you know, kids are back in school. So it's busy, busy, busy until about eight 30. And then they're thinking, okay, now is my time. Um, you know, and, and so they can do something for however long, you know, at nine o'clock, maybe there are these people that get up really early and, and they, they do it before their day starts, uh, you know, or, you know, we're working from home. Okay. Two o'clock is when, you know, it's it's a good time for me to take a break. And, and so that's what I love about the online programs and the on-demand is it, it fits the schedule. It does. And when you talk about the busyness of back to school, mm-hmm. I once too was a busy mom. My two boys are grown now. But I used to think about 
when I was taking my son to soccer practice, Mm -hmm. I would always use that time to take a walk while he was on the field. Mm -hmm. I would walk around the field. Mm -hmm. But then there were times where I was sitting and waiting in carpool line, just kind Mm -hmm. of bored. So the Zen breaks that I have Mm -hmm. now on peaceful living were really Mm -hmm. created from that memory of, you know, this would be a great time to just Mm -hmm. sit and breathe and Mm -hmm regroup for myself. Mm -hmm. So a Zen break is a two to five minute guided meditation. Mm -hmm. You can push play when you're in the carpool line, Mm -hmm. when you're waiting to pick your kid Mm -hmm. up from practice. And those little pockets are available throughout the day. Mm -hmm. And then when you mentioned those later evenings, yin yoga is a great way Mm -hmm. to decompress and bring Mm -hmm. your nervous system into a place of rest before bedtime. Mm -hmm. And those are all on demand. and. Even if you don't practice for the full 40 minutes Mm -hmm. that the yin yoga class goes Mm -hmm. for, five, 10 minutes Mm -hmm. before bed, it's almost like just taking a little Mm -hmm. vitamin, a little nourishment Mm -hmm. to help your system wind down so that you can fall asleep easier Mm -hmm. and hopefully stay asleep and Mm -hmm. get the genuine rest that Mm -hmm. your body needs. Right. And then if you're a morning person, sorry. I was going to say, um, I love I love the fact that you said we don't have to do the whole thing because I think yeah. so many people think, oh, it's 40 minutes. I have to do the whole 40 minutes. No, if you got 10 minutes, do 10 minutes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Whatever pocket of time is available to mm-hmm. you, just begin. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes starting is the hardest part. Mm-hmm. And I, oh, what yeah. I noticed, mm-hmm. raising my hand. Yep. Mm-hmm. What I notice is if a person can say, all right, I'm going to do 10 minutes of this yin yoga class. Mm-hmm. Once they get started, they might notice, right. oh, I yeah. did 15 or 20 mm-hmm. minutes. Mm-hmm. It was really just the act of getting right. there that was mm-hmm. in my way. Mm-hmm. And they were enjoying it. So they, yes. they continued. Yes. So you were about to say, you know, for morning people, what do morning people do? For morning people, the gentle yoga classes that I offer Mm -hmm. are wonderful because Mm -hmm. it is a gentle way to get the body moving Mm -hmm. and ready for the day. Mm -hmm. You won't be working up a big sweat and Mm -hmm. feeling like you're wearing yourself Mm -hmm. out before your day even begins. Mm -hmm. Some people love a tough workout right Mm -hmm. at the beginning of their day. If you're not that person, the gentle yoga is perfect. Mm -hmm. And Some of my guided meditations are great for people Mm -hmm. who have a harder time waking up and Mm -hmm. getting started in their day because it's a gentle transition Mm -hmm. from sleep to being awake. Right, right. Yeah, I'm I'm one of those people. You know, my husband is one, bounds out of bed, does all these things, and I'm like, uh, (laughs) you know, snooze, hit the snooze, you know, and 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 um, you know, and and I've always been like that. I mean, you know, when I was a, a young kid, I was just one of those that you know, could not get myself motivated in the mornings. Now, once I was up, I was okay, but it was that transition time. Yeah. A little reluctance. I'm right there with you. Yeah. It was nice. It's cozy. You know? <laughs> yes. Um, so uh, let's talk a little bit more about the Zen breaks because, you know, they are, like you said, five minutes or less. So you know, I'm, I'm don't want to put you on the spot to say, hey, let's do one. But what what kind of uh, would 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 one entail? Usually, we do breathing, so okay. focusing on different ways mm-hmm. of breathing, and then also some guided visualization. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite Zen breaks is called Gratitude, and it walks you through a short gratitude practice. Mm-hmm. Studies show that when we focus on gratitude mm-hmm. and the things that are going well, mm-hmm. it really rewires what right. the brain is looking mm-hmm. for throughout the whole day. Mm-hmm. So 
beginning your day with a gratitude practice. Mm -hmm. Or like you said, the carpool line. Mm -hmm. Or the carpool line, Mm -hmm. reminding yourself in the middle of the day, like Mm -hmm. all of the things that you're grateful Mm -hmm. for. Because Mm -hmm. sometimes the middle of the day is when we're like, oh gosh, Mm -hmm. we still have A, B, C, D, E, F, G Mm -hmm. left. Mm -hmm. And I'm already exhausted Mm -hmm. and I'm already feeling tired. Mm -hmm. So gratitude, taking those few moments to breathe and restore Mm -hmm. can give you the energy you need to Mm -hmm. move through the rest of your day. Right. I love it. And like you said, you know, you can just start them at any point in time. Yes. Yes. There really is not a formula. I I like to encourage people to dapple a little bit in Mm -hmm. the different offerings Mm -hmm. and see what speaks to them. And that's where it becomes more of that personalized Mm -hmm. approach. Mm -hmm. And you and I have talked about this. You know, I'm going to send you a video. You're Mm -hmm. going to try it on Mm -hmm. and you're going to let me know. I need a new stretching video. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. And if it doesn't resonate with you, you'll let me know. And then I'll say, we'll We'll try try something different. Yep. Mm -hmm. I love that. You know, and, and the things that, that we can do with our bodies and, and our minds are, are just incredible. Um, you know, that the other day I was at the doctor, I go to the doctor a lot. It's one of those things. Um, and they went, oh, your blood pressure is a little bit high. Mm-hmm. Now it was pretty much normal for me, but you know, they thought it was high. And I said, give me a minute. So I, you know, got comfy in my chair, you know, relaxed, didn't even really think of anything, but just focused on my breathing you know, for maybe a minute. Um, I mean, it was certainly not long and they were standing there. I could tell going, but they are you ready? Yeah. You know, and, and so when I opened my eyes again, my blood pressure had dropped a lot. Um, as in they went, Oh, uh, you know, and, and, but it was, it was when I calmed myself because let's be honest, I can get wound up Um, you know, anybody who knows me, they're like, oh, you always have so much energy. How much coffee do you drink? None. This is just me. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, yeah, just taking that little bit of time and thinking calm, I'm going to be calm. And I even think my, you know, about, you know, my heart rate is slowing, you know, and, and all of those things, which will bring my blood pressure down. And now, you know, 30 seconds later, does it go back up when I get wound? Maybe, maybe, but, um, but yeah, it's, it's amazing what we can do. And so, you know, like in an office, maybe you had, you know, you've got a presentation you've got to give and you're, you know, getting a little, little nervous about it. Do a Zen break, um, you know, or, you know, maybe you had a run in with a client, a customer, a coworker again, and, you know, Take five minutes and, and just calm yourself down. And maybe you might need to do some actual stretching and some things like that. Because right in the office, when things aren't going right, we start clenching our little bodies up. <laughs> you know? yes. And so what can we do? And, and you, you know, I mentioned in your bio that you work with businesses. So tell us a little bit more about that. Sure. Um, I, I feel like you pulled out a couple of little golden nuggets. So first I want to address what you did Mm -hmm. at that doctor's visit. Mm -hmm. What you were doing was regulating your nervous system. Mm -hmm. You were aware that you were elevated. It showed up in your blood pressure Mm -hmm. and you knew and had the tools to say, Mm -hmm. just give me a minute. Right. 
you didn't feel pressured by them waiting for you. No. You just, you had that boundary of, mm-hmm. I just need this time. Mm-hmm. So that boundary is huge mm-hmm. to not feel like you're on somebody else's right. schedule mm-hmm. and agenda because mm-hmm. that too makes your nervous system mm-hmm. elevate. Right. So you created that boundary. You took some breaths. You knew you could mm-hmm. actually feel the shift. Mm-hmm. That's learning how to regulate your nervous mm-hmm. system, which is huge. Right. And the more you begin to do that, you you have the power to do it in any situation mm-hmm. where you feel your nervous system right. elevating. Yeah. You're in the car, you know, all you know, you're you're in in line at the grocery store or whatever. Yeah, you can kind of take those little quick little breaks. Yeah. So when we talk about the workplace, lots of stimulation, right? Mm-hmm. Lots of things coming at mm-hmm. us, expectations of performance. Most offices, if you're working in a workplace, it's um, not a lot of natural mm-hmm. light, lots of fluorescent light, lots mm-hmm. of noise. So you have all of this external mm-hmm. input, mm-hmm. all of this pressure to produce and to do your job. And that's why I think so many people now are looking at emotional intelligence mm-hmm. and learning how to regulate your nervous right. system. Mm-hmm. How do we do that in an environment where there is so much stimulation mm-hmm. and pressure? Some things that you can do are those Zen breaks. Mm -hmm. If you have identified the triggers in the workplace that elevate your nervous system, Mm -hmm. maybe it's certain working relationships, Mm -hmm. maybe it's the conditions of the environment Mm -hmm. that having too much of that indoor lighting isn't really what's helping you feel Mm -hmm. at peace. That would be a time where you would say, okay, I'm going to make sure on my breaks, I get outside. Right have some natural light, Mm -hmm. breathe in some fresh air. Mm -hmm. Um, One person that has come to a few of my workshops, she now has added little stretching moments into her snack times. So she she schedules her snack times Mm -hmm. at work. Mm -hmm. And she said, oh, I can go into the conference room and I Mm -hmm. can do the shoulder stretch. Mm -hmm. And now she's being creative and how to bring that into her day. Mm -hmm. And feel better and not feel so wound up and tight Mm -hmm. as she moves into her afternoon. Mm -hmm. So again, just really helping a person identify the spaces and places Mm -hmm. where they can insert small things, Mm -hmm. whether it's that Zen break Mm -hmm. to take a little breath, to regroup or to find stretching moments Mm -hmm. or to get outdoors if that's going to nourish and nurture your energy. It's such an individual experience. Mm -hmm that once a person realizes that they can choose things that work for Mm -hmm. them and fit into their nature and the things that Mm -hmm. nurture themselves, it doesn't feel like something that they have to do or that Mm -hmm. they're trying to um, make room for. It just naturally starts to flow into the routine. Right. Right. And if they don't do it, they're like, something's off. Yes. And, and, you know, mm -hmm. I was just going to say, you had mentioned, like, if you have a big meeting or presentation Mm -hmm. coming up and those nerves are high, Mm -hmm. my favorite thing for that is called the birthday candle breath. And if you'd like, I could teach it to you. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay, I'm ready. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So start to just follow your natural breath for a moment Mm -hmm. and just notice the breath coming into the body and out of the body. And then on the next inhale, I want you to fill the belly like you're filling up a balloon. So really let the breath go deep into the belly. 
And then as you exhale, make an O shape like you're blowing out birthday candles. And empty, 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 empty. And then again, another big belly breath. And then blow out those birthday candles. Really squeeze out every last drop. And then one more time, a big inhale. Fill, fill, fill. And blow out those birthday candles. How do you feel? Oh, just much more calm and peaceful okay. and, and relaxed. I mean, I, you know, I, I kept my eyes open and I, you know, yeah. and, and I, but I could see my shoulders kind of lowering, um, which meant, you know, that the tension in my neck was going and that was 20 seconds, maybe, yeah, I mean, maybe, you know. mm-hmm. yeah. Um, So think about doing that, you know, when you feel things Mm -hmm. elevating, like it is super simple Mm -hmm. and just a reminder of, oh yeah, I can do that birthday candle breath. Right. Well, and you know, what I'm thinking is say you've, you've, you know, you've got a big meeting of people, you know, maybe do some of these throughout the meeting, especially if you, you know, you know, okay, we're all back from lunch. Let's get settled. Or, you know, I mean, you know, and sometimes things get a little wound up. Um, You know, I've been to conferences where they've said, okay, we're going to turn and give the person next to you a shoulder massage. That never works. That never, and I always was creeped out, um, you know, because you don't know that person who's going, you know, um, and a lot of times they, they hurt, you know, all sorts of things. Now the intention was we're trying to relax everybody, but it didn't work. I mean, you know, and all, and it's the, all the nervous giggles was, you know, everything, but yeah, if they said, okay, you know, now we're going to get ready after our, this, this big, fabulous lunch, we're going to get ready to focus on what we're, we're going to learn today. So we're going to breathe for a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I mean that would do so much, whether it's you know a big conference or a meeting of four people. Um, you know, and 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 the nice thing is you're doing it at the level you want. I mean, if you didn't want to do it, fine, just sit there quietly. Um, you know, and and but but yeah, it is something that I think many businesses could incorporate to help, or maybe you know, I, you know. Let's let's do a, a morning stretching to get everything going. Um, you know, clearly they're not going to get real carried away because you might have you know your your professional clothes on, things like that. But you know, it, it is a way. Plus, it's a way to kind of do some teamwork and get people together. I mean, as you were talking about your friend who you know takes her snack break, I thought, I wonder how long it's going to be before somebody says, "What you doing? Can I do that too?" Um, you know, and, and then she's going to have a little group in there, right? It's possible. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what you were just describing, I call bringing us into the room. Mm -hmm. You know, if we've all gone away for lunch or Mm -hmm. we're just starting the day and it's the Mm -hmm. first meeting of the day, people are still kind of in where they just came from, Mm -hmm. whether it was from home or from lunch, they're not really in the room. Mm -hmm. So to bring everyone's energy into the room Mm -hmm. is such a more powerful Mm -hmm. way to begin Mm-hmm. And will improve productivity mm-hmm. because everyone now is there mm-hmm. and present right. and focused mm-hmm. on the work at hand. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and, and I was also thinking, you know, when we were kindergartners, we got naps, right? <laughs> you know, you, you took your little nap and I don't know, it was probably 10 minutes, you know, who knows. And then we got cookies or graham crackers. I got graham, graham crackers and milk, but it was a way for us to calm down after we'd been out going, 
of you at recess, right? But it also kind of helped focus us, uh, focus us on um, you know the the afternoons activities and. And, you know, I want to, you know, I tell people I'm the adult that, you know, does that. I take a little break, you know, I don't like to fall asleep asleep because then I'm kind of groggy, you know, and, and, but yeah, just to kind of sit and, you know, have my graham crackers and milk. Yeah. I think we'd all be a lot better off if we had our little kindergarten breaks. And even throughout grade school, mm-hmm. you know, I can remember coming in from recess and mm-hmm. we would all gather on the rug for mm-hmm. a story right. or mm-hmm. for a short lesson mm-hmm. that was usually more fun than, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. challenging. And then we would go to our desks mm-hmm. and start the work of the mm-hmm. afternoon. Right, right. Well, you know, I want to talk to you about the fact that, and I, I mentioned this at the start, we're busy people. You know, we're doing this, we're doing that, we're parents, we're running our business, we're volunteering here, we're doing this, we're doing that. And self-care ends up being at the bottom of the list. So obviously we need to flip that. But tell us why it is so important that self-care is a priority. Self-care is your resource for having the energy and the health to do all of the things you mm-hmm. want to do and need to do in your life. Mm-hmm. As children, our self-care tends to come from our parents. Mm -hmm. If hopefully you were raised by parents who are nurturing and Mm -hmm. caring, if you weren't, then you may not have that source of reference. Mm -hmm. But most people, if it wasn't a parent, maybe it was a grandparent Mm -hmm. or an aunt Mm -hmm. or a special neighbor, Mm -hmm. most people can think of one person in their life that Mm -hmm. really helped them feel at peace Mm -hmm. and from that place of peace and calm, mm-hmm. you feel more successful. Mm-hmm. When you have practices as an adult that mm-hmm. fulfill that place of becoming calm and peaceful, mm-hmm. you will feel more successful mm-hmm. in all of the things that you're doing, mm-hmm. in your relationships, in your work, in your hobbies and activities, mm-hmm. with your children, with challenging relationships mm-hmm. even. Yeah. Right. You know, and and we've I've talked about this and and you know I can't take credit for it. Somebody else said this first. You know, when the the thing when you're on an airplane and they tell you, you know, when the oxygen mask drops down, you put yours on first before you help the child next to you or the person next to you. Because if we're not taking care of ourselves first, we can't eventually help those people next to us. And, and I think that's really hard because we do think. We have to do this. We, you know, and wait, I've got five scheduled, five meetings on my schedule today. And, and then I have to go home and I have to cook. And, and right, as we're thinking about it, our blood pressure is going up, you know, and then we get in the car and people honk at us. Now they don't here in Georgia. It's very bizarre. They do not honk in Georgia. Um, but, you know, you know, you, it's still stressful and, and all of these things. And so then, you know, by the end of the day, we're just, you know, these, these crazy little people. And then we watch the news. <laughs> Bad choice. And so, you know, first of all, turn the news off. <laughs> you know, I mean, th- things are still going to happen. You don't have to know about it right before you go to bed. Or, um, you know, think about what that that nightly routine is. Um, you know, I've developed a habit and it's it's not necessarily a good habit of having the TV on at night. Um, there's just, you know, I have it on very quietly. There's something about that that is kind of white noise. But I also learned that it has to be something like 
the History Channel, where they all kind of speak in these type. Or, you know, I certainly don't have, you know, a crash, you know, bash, shoot them up, yell at all these, because then your mind just starts going, right? Um, But, you know, that's where obviously meditation can come in. So talk to us a little bit more, because we all think that we have to sit with our legs folded in a way that we're never getting up again. And we're going, (laughs) home. But talk to us about what meditation really is. Meditation is really about redirecting the brain. Okay. I like to think of it as parenting a toddler Mm -hmm. (laughs) because I was just having this conversation the other day. If you have ever observed a person, Mm -hmm. and maybe this person was you, Mm -hmm. trying to force a toddler to do Mm -hmm. something that they don't want to do. Have you ever witnessed that happening in public? Oh, yeah. No, Grocery store. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Who usually wins in that match? The toddler. The toddler Mm -hmm. wins. So if you try to force your brain Mm -hmm. to shut up and be quiet, Mm -hmm. it's going to be like that Mm -hmm. um, stubborn toddler. It's going to get Mm -hmm. louder and louder and more obstinate. Mm -hmm. Instead, if you give your brain something else to focus Mm -hmm. on, like to say, not there, here. I understand you have all of these thoughts, but Mm -hmm. let's look for the inhale. Mm -hmm. Right. Redirecting. And Mm -hmm. each time you redirect, the brain becomes a little more willing. Mm -hmm. And over time, you might get to that place where Mm -hmm. you sit in this peaceful silence. Mm -hmm. Right. If you don't know how to redirect your thoughts on your own, the guided meditations that I Mm -hmm. offer are great, especially the longer guided meditations. Mm -hmm. They're between 20 to 30 Mm -hmm. minutes, which a person may be like, oh my gosh, I can't meditate Mm -hmm. for that long. All you have to do is lie down, mm-hmm. get comfortable, and listen. Right. But and you know if you how fall to lie asleep, down. That's not a bad thing. <laughs> if you know how to lie down and breathe, you can mm-hmm. do a guided mm-hmm. meditation. Mm-hmm. And one guided meditation gives your body the same mm-hmm. amount of rest as a two right. hour nap. So right. you will mm-hmm. move into those deeper mm-hmm. levels of consciousness. Mm-hmm. I would say 80% of the mm-hmm. time, people will fall asleep. Mm-hmm. Because we're doing a full body scan Mm -hmm. and the body scan, Mm -hmm. again, redirects the brain. You'll notice, oh, I was thinking about this, but I need to be thinking about Mm -hmm. my hand. Mm -hmm. Back and forth, back Mm -hmm. and forth. And becoming playful with the Mm -hmm. process helps the brain become more resilient with letting go of the Mm -hmm. thoughts and coming back to the Mm -hmm. task at hand. Right. Well, oh my gosh, this has been absolutely wonderful. And, you know, we have to have you on again. We're going to have you um, doing some some classes and things through trying not to die.live. I am just so honored that you are one of the people that supports us with that initiative because as a cancer patient, as, you know, caregivers, all of those, these skills are things that we absolutely need. And, and so it's so much fun. So you do have an absolute wonderful offer for our folks um, at trying not to die.live. Do you want to tell us a little bit about it? I would love to. So you and I have talked about doing a fundraiser mm-hmm. to help raise funds to give teddy bears. Yes, our little to, little squishy teddy bears. Mm-hmm. To people going through cancer treatments, mm-hmm. probably specifically children. Mm-hmm. And to support that effort, anyone who joins the Peaceful Living community, Mm -hmm. which allows them to focus on their self-care for Mm -hmm. a full year, they will get $50 off of their membership Mm -hmm. for the year. And I will donate $50 to help support the efforts of getting more teddy bears. That's five bears. That's five bears. Wow. So five bears. Mm -hmm. 
for each new member that joins for the year. Mm -hmm. You're giving yourself the gift of self-care. You're helping support teddy Mm -hmm. bears for cancer patients. It's a way to do good for yourself and others. You know, and obviously we will have all of the links in in the show notes for for folks. Um, You know, Roberta, this really is just so delightful for people, you know, who are, are interested. How do they find you and how do they work with you? My website is peacefulliving.com. Full has two L's, so three L's all in a row. I am also on Instagram at Roberta underscore Peaceful Living. And I'm on LinkedIn, Roberta Hughes. So you can find me in all of those places. I do a little bit on Facebook, but Instagram and LinkedIn is where I do most of my touches these days. Mm -hmm. And I'm always available for a consultation. So if someone is listening and isn't sure if this is the right way for them to begin Mm -hmm. their self-care practice, I'm happy to have a conversation. If I'm not the right person or the right fit for somebody, I have many resources and I always redirect if that feels like the best thing to do. Perfect. I love it. Well, do you have any final thoughts that you want to leave everyone with? I would say don't wait to put yourself to the top of your priority list. Your self-care is so important. And by learning how to bring small things into your day, it will become more familiar and easier and more natural. And it won't feel like you're having to take big chunks of time to learn something completely foreign and new. Oh, gosh, I love it. And I can't wait until we chat again. And I just want to know from folks, you know, text us, let us know if you're doing the birthday breathing, you know, things like that. I think that would be so much fun. Well, I'm Deb Creer. I've been having the best discussion with Roberta Hughes of Peaceful Living. And until next time, everyone have a great day. Thank you, Deb. Tune in for our next program for even more trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. The Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer, is proud to be part of the C-Suite Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.